0: Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's Technical Director Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Katie Thornton. Katie is a volunteer assistant coach with the Weber University women's bowling team, Katie, I want to thank you for joining us today.
1: Hi, thank you. I'm glad to glad to join you this morning.
0: Well, Katie, let's uh, let's chat about how the transition was because you bowled for four years with Weber, and now you're a coach. You're a, a volunteer assistant coach with them, and talk about how that transition has been from from the player to the coach.
1: You know, um, it's been pretty difficult at times. Um, you know, the the hardest part for me has really been. You know, I was on the team. These people, most of the girls on the team were my teammates. So the hardest thing for me has kind of been I want to be able to sustain the friendship that I had with all of them. But I have to be able to be a coach at the same time. And it gets kind of difficult, you know. Um, You have to be able to talk to everybody. And is everybody going to agree with each other all the time? No. So... That's probably been the most difficult part and you know, seeing the side of the coach the coach's perspective, it it gave me a, a lot of appreciation for what Randy had done over the last four years, you know. It's uh it's hard to believe sometimes but um you know, the picture is so much clearer from standing in the back and watching Lane play and getting the girls to understand that sometimes is a lot more difficult than I had ever imagined especially when I was part of the team, you know, you, you think, you know, what's going on. And then sometimes you just, you just don't see exactly, you know, the picture is clear as what the coach has and um, you know, giving his suggestions and things of that sort. um, It's, it's very difficult. And um, like I said, maintaining that friendship that I had with them, because, you know, some of the people that I was on the team with, they were my best friends and being able being, having to, you know, you have some discipline things and um, stuff like that, but that's probably been the most difficult is trying to maintain that and take the coaching role as well.
2: Yeah, I can definitely agree with you there as far as, uh, you know, the challenges that it, it come along with coaching. Um, I think you kind of hit on that a little bit there when you mentioned um, having to talk with the different players as well because you can see it right. a lot of times from the set area exactly what's needed with ball motion-wise, and it sounds like, you know maybe what you're kind of hitting on there is um, the importance of communication you know i don't know if you want exactly. to exactly you know yeah, expand and, on that a little bit there but you know how you how you talk and how you communicate with the the, the players uh, cuz they're all such different you know personalities right
1: exactly i mean they each have a different way some you can some you can talk a a little more stern with them and be a little more in their face cuz that's what they need they need a little bit more motivation in that direction but in some of the cases, if you do that, they're going to end up crying. So it's uh it's definitely a different type of balance you have to have. It's not something that I noticed as much when I was a player. I did to a certain extent because there was certain ways I would talk to my teammates. But it's it's definitely different when you take the coaching role, and dealing with you you have to be very careful with certain ways you word things that can be uh, taken different ways and. Um, It's just, you have to, there's so much more that goes into the coaching side than I had ever even imagined.
0: Well, I know myself and Coach Cake talked to Dr. Dean Hinnance last month, and one of the things that Dr. Dean said that kind of stuck out at me is he said coaching women is different than coaching men. He said oh, yes. the men will just go by the pedigree of the coach, whether it's gold or silver or whatever their certification is or who they've worked with, whereas uh, when, when you're coaching the ladies, you got to connect with them. So I would guess that you probably, because you were their teammate, you kind of have a little bit of a head start when it comes to connecting with a lot of your players.
1: I do with uh, some of them. I think. I mean, it is true. Dealing with men and dealing with the women is a lot different. The girls, they sometimes they'll take something that's you know it's pretty cut and dry, but they they can take it and word it in different ways in their mind, and then it becomes something completely different. I know as a bowler when I was on the team, I did that. Dealing with those sort of things, it's it's very different from the women's to men's side, and. You know, I mean, we're we're one program. We have a men and women's team. But um, d- just dealing with both sides of it, it has to be attacked two different ways. And, I mean, we we always like to say for us, we have two teams, one program. And that's really kind of how it has to go because we are so different from each other.
2: What uh, Now, kind of going back a little bit, kind of getting away from the coaches role, going back as a player there, tell us a little bit about your – your time on the team as a player—I know you had a lot of success on the lanes. Just tell us a little bit about that.
1: It's something pretty indescribable as my experience throughout the four years. You know, we, our team had our ups and our downs. Um, you know, our first year—the uh, first year I was on the team—that was our first, the first time we ever even had a women's team. Uh, we didn't even know if we were going to have enough players to even be able to compete. Uh, we ended up having—we had five of us um, that kind of. Uh, took the leap, and then uh, we had one girl come in kind of last minute. So we ended up having six players, and um, you know, I mean, five people bowl. Most people, most teams will field a team of eight for most of the tournament. So we had six, and it was it was quite unique. You know, we had um, one of my teammates was Haley Beavis. She was um, she came from another school, and it was her last year. So it was, we were trying to. We were trying to really do something good for her to kind of send her out on the right note, and then it was just it was completely different for me. Um, I came from just kind of like league bowling, maybe competitive with junior gold, but I hadn't experienced the team environment like like a couple of my teammates had then, and it was quite different. And then, I mean, I I was an average bowler when I came, and just being able to be a kegel and all the coaching that was there is really something that you can't really get anywhere else and being able to progress as a bowler and the knowledge that I gained from everything as far as presentations and uh, looking at ball motion drilling bowling balls layouts that's something that I don't think I could have gotten anywhere else and I got it all in one place and then I got to get my education on top of it and I mean, and then there's so many different cultures. I mean, uh, just right now, there, we have nine uh, different countries just on the women's team itself uh, between all the girls. And it's just, it's you become best friends with a lot of the people there. And, you know, you become so close with them. You spend day in and day out with them on, off the lanes. And it just, they become your family. And it just becomes so amazing you're able to kind of work together to to obtain one one goal for everybody and, you know it's kind of like your dream to try to win a national championship when you get there and then it's hard to describe how you feel when all of you come together to be able to achieve that one thing and it's it's something I'll never forget uh in my life for sure I know I am still friends with the people who have come and gone from our program that have graduated over the past four years and um, it's just something that if you have a chance to do it I, you, it's something that you don't give up that's for sure it's it's something you can't get anywhere else as far as the friendships the camaraderie and the knowledge that you can gain from it.
0: So Katie how do you think Weber International has been able to build your program to where it is and how you're able to now compete with the Nebraska's Wichita State's Robert Morris's of the world?
1: It's pretty simple and that's kegel training center you know we have a facility unlike anywhere else we we have we have 12 lanes it's kind of our it's our it's our home away from home Um, we have cats we have video um, we get to put down any sports shot we kind of want each day just and then the coaching you have available whether it be the coaches at the training center um, your your own teammates, um, some of the people who work at Kaggle, um, just in their knowledge, just being able to be a part of that and being able to be at Kaggle is really the answer to that. We've kind of created an environment, and it's um, pretty holistic. We kind of combine a little bit of everything. We combine the knowledge aspect. We combine the physical game, um, the working out and Communication between everything. Um, I really, what I think comes down to is number one, the facility, and then the environment that's kind of been created over the past six years. It's it's an p- environment in which it allows you to perform the best you, and for you to be the best that you can be. It just it's something that where you can walk in the door at Kegel and you feel like you can become a better bowler, and it and it creates more confidence for you and it creates confidence in each other and um, just having the coaching and um, the things that we have access to, whether it be the video, uh, we use Bowler's Map and using side views, front views and be able to work on our physical game. That's what really puts us to the top of the list.
2: So, what, uh, Katie, you had mentioned as far as the ladies' team uh, goes that you had nine different, you had players from nine different countries. Is Correct. that right? On, on right now, that's incredible. Countries. How did how did that happen? How did how did your school, how were you able to recruit and get this word out so many, you know, all around the globe? This was via Kegel or, or mm-hmm. some other venue? Or, or how'd that happen?
1: I mean, if I first started with, uh, we won are the national championship in our first year of competition for the women and the combination of that and Kegel has really been the recruiting uh, tool that we've kind of used uh, as far as the relationship with Kegel and Dell and Randy you know they have a lot of relationships throughout the world and you know if they had a if they were friends with a coach and they know and that coach knew what Kegel was and They were working with somebody overseas or something, and they said, hey, you know, you're getting ready to go off to college. You might want to take a look at Weber, this facility, Kegel, that's there. Um, It's unlike any other, and you would have the chance to work with some great coaches. Um, I know that's a lot of the time where we were able to get athletes from is um, from just coaches elsewhere and saying, look, you might want to check out Weber and then, We're also an international school, so um, we have about 50 countries represented at our school, so we're very diverse in that aspect as well. But mostly just being able to um, have other coaches that know of Kegel and people who know of Kegel, and they're saying, hey, you get to practice at this facility, and it's something that is really enticing, I guess, to international players.
0: Again, joining us on the... Storm Collegiate Spotlight is volunteer coach Katie Thornton. Katie, can you talk about what opportunities you see for yourself now? You've graduated from school, uh, and with there being no women's tour, talk about for a bowler and from the woman's perspective. How where do you see bowling? I mean, you you ladies only have a few events to showcase your events when it's just the you know the ladies bowling you can bowl obviously the pba stuff in the world series but just talk about what kind of encouragement and what you're thinking and what your thoughts and goals are bowling as you move forward
1: well we we have the u.s open and we have queens um one of the girls diana zavialova she won queens last year and and that's kind of our two big events um i got to participate in queens last year it's um It's definitely a great experience. I learned so much from it. And, um, you know, the other options are going to probably be going overseas. Um, You saw Brunswick Euro Challenge and things of that sort. And then mostly on a a little bit more of a local level, Uh, I know in Florida, which is where I live currently, we have a um, next-level ladies tour, and we kind of have a tournament once a month and. It's pretty much the higher competitive end bowlers for women, and we compete each month, and um, that's kind of like a smaller version of a ladies' tour, and that's trying to pick up a little bit. And I know um, Women's Bowling Alliance is trying to get stuff together to kind of create a tour for the women next year. So um, things are heading in the right direction, I think, for the opportunities that I may have as a bowler. Obviously, Queens and U.S. Open are going to remain as the two top things for me to participate in, and um, as well as Women's Open, that's something um, to compete in as well. So, I think as far as the direction in which the women's competitiveness is going has has is starting to rise, and um, you know, I think I think over the next couple years. There's going to be more competition. You've seen um, a lot of the collegiate women, um, the girls coming out of the collegiate ranks are very competitive. And we've gotten in more and more bowlers that have become more competitive on a a higher level than I think there used to be specifically because of college bowling. Um, Just as I said, a lot of the college bowlers are the ones at the top for a lot of the tournaments, um, you saw Diana, Danielle McEwen, she's pretty competitive at events um, and things like that. So, and they're they're right out of college. Diana's still in college and um, just the knowledge and the level of competitiveness they have now is rising and therefore there's more people that are willing to participate in those type of events.
2: Yeah, Katie, I'm glad you mentioned that as far as the World Bowling Tour uh, goes and like that, the Euro Challenge that they just had because... Uh, like I know, for example, I'm uh, uh, I'm doing some assistant coaching there for uh, Singapore, and and actually the entire uh, women's team actually did go and compete in that Euro Challenge. They went to okay. Germany for that, and they also bowled in uh, Qatar, and uh, two of our girls from Singapore actually finished in the top four, and um, was just running up to Chris Barnes who won it, and uh, Bill O'Neill was third. So I mean, you know, there's definitely right. some opportunities there, you know, and. Uh, um, that's nice that, that those opportunities do exist. But like you said, you do have to be willing to travel and you yes. know, kind of go out and try and kind of reach out and get it. So that's uh, it's nice that it exists, but it definitely uh, you, if you're going just for only the bowling experience itself, it may not be all that it's cracked up to be, but what it does matter for sure is getting to meet so many different People and see all these different right. great parts of the world. You know, it's it's more than really just the time on the lanes when you're looking at competing exactly. internationally.
1: Yeah, so, I mean traveling overseas, it's it's unlike any other. As far as, I mean, you get to experience another part of the world and you get to bowl. And you know, there's there's nothing to compare to being able to bowl with the best. You know, you learn so much from that, and that's something you can't get from going into. Um, a bowling center and just practicing there's a there's a big difference between going somewhere and traveling and and learning something by competing with the best
2: yeah, I couldn't agree more hey final uh, final question I have for you Katie um now okay. you did just graduate and you got your m b a right that's right
1: yes that's correct
2: well so definitely congrats on that and um Thank you. and just gonna ask you as well are you uh any uh plans or ideas or, or hopes or desires to use your MBA here to, to better the bowling world a little bit or are you going to look outside of bowling as far as uh, you know future employment, that kind of stuff?
1: Um, I am hoping to use my MBA. I actually um, have just accepted a position at the International Bowling Campus. Um, I'm going to be the youth development specialist for the Southeast region and I'm hoping to be able to contribute and to the youth side of things and be able to you know inform uh, bowling centers across my region and across the United States kind of what um, we have to offer as far as programs that are up and coming and be able to increase the number of youth players um, and leagues and just participating and um being able to get youth bowling um up in numbers and get them wanting to compete with each other and um creating a better future for bowling and that's kind of what I want to do I mean my passion for bowling is uh definitely something that is not comparable to a lot of things and I I have a love for bowling that I want to use and I want to make it better for everybody else and that's That's what I want to do, and that's what I kind of plan on doing, um, with what I have, what my knowledge from my MBA, whether it be that, my knowledge from collegiate bowling and coaching, any of those that I can contribute is really all I'm looking to do.
0: Well, great stuff, Katie, and congratulations by the way on that position. I'm sure you're going to going to excel in it, and your passion for bowling. As um as it, it, in this interview, it just uh it, it just comes right through. So, um, congratulations on that, and, and do keep thank us you, informed Kim. on things. Yes, and and by all means, um, let's just definitely stay in touch. And if there's ever anything as, as your new position develops and as you um you know take over that role, if there's anything myself and Coach K can do to help, by all means, uh, let us know, and we'll do what we can.
1: All right, thank you guys very much. I appreciate it.